Hi guys, welcome to our first ever podcast. Uh, you've got me, Gaz and Chris here all ready to answer all the questions that you have been sending us throughout the week. This is something we're looking to do every week from now on and the focus of this podcast is going to be on motivation. Now we'll focus on motivation itself but then also link it into other areas that you've been asking about in terms of snacking and progressive overload and your training and stuff. So we'll go through it all in this little podcast. Uh, firstly, I'm Ashley, guys, um, and I run Smash It PT. Um, I'm majorly focusing now on online training to kind of help you reach your goals. Um, and we have Chris here as well. Go ahead and intro yourself, Chris. Okay, so I'm Chris. Um, I run CR Fitness. Um, based at Fort Nair with the other guys, uh, but just obviously as well, trying to run things online at the moment. So again, it'd just be good to kind of answer all your questions today. Um, and yeah, just get some conversations going, it'd be great. Hi guys, I'm Gareth. Uh, I run my business, Progressive Performance, uh, alongside other guys at Pure Gym at Fort Nair in Edinburgh as well. Um, been in the industry for a long time now, and uh, my kind of specialities are in uh, Olympic weightlifting, uh, SNC coaching, and sports therapy as well. So as the weeks go by, we'll hopefully get some questions for you as well with regards to injuries and uh, how to come, overcome them too. So looking forward to it. Awesome. Cool. Right. We'll just get started then. So uh, the main topic that we were getting questions about this week um, was motivation. Uh, obviously, we're, we're, loads of us are in lockdown. Um, things are completely different to what they were a couple of months ago. So uh, people are struggling uh, motivation and what to do. Um, my little bet to this is, you know, when it comes to motivation, um, make the time and take action. So, you know, when you when you make time for something it declares that it like you it matters you know like you matter and you know it's a commitment to you your values your priorities your goals so when you plan something and take time for it then you know you'll feel a lot better and you know one of the things that I'll get my guys to do and uh, my team is to take a five minute action all right now the thought process behind that is you know it's easy to feel stuck when there's so many different thoughts going through your head, so many different things that you've heard and so many things that you should do that, you know, none of that actually helps unless you do something. All right. You know, the best workout or like nutrition plan is no good if it's only on paper, you know, you have to actually do something. And, you know, by taking a five minute action, all I mean is kind of taking five minutes out of your day to, just do something that you're trying to achieve you know um a thing i always say is like um action often comes before motivation all right so a lot of the time if you're relying on motivation to pop along it ain't gonna happen i mean i've done it so many times like lying at night time and going right I like i'm gonna go a run in the morning like i'm gonna get up early and do it and i wake up in the morning and i'm like now nah, you're all right so it's like waiting on motivation just to pop up at the right times it's it's not going to happen it's not reliable but you know if you take that time to like five minutes right i'm going to do a plan i'm going to do this for five minutes whatever it may be you know i'm going to read three pages of a book or something like that or i'm going to stretch that tiny action can help you bust out of like 
sitting about and doing anything. That five minute action can lead into something else because a lot of the time I'll go, right, I'll just start it. And then five minutes later, I'm reading through more pages of like a study book that I'm doing or, you know, I'm more into a workout. I've started stretching, but then I feel like I'll come in as well, do the workout. And it can often lead to other things. Um, and the thing about small actions is that, you know, they also create momentum. And momentum is something I find is far more reliable than motivation. Because if you have little bits that you're doing consistently, the momentum picks up and can build into bigger things. Whereas, you know, waiting on motivation to happen, it just isn't going to happen. And, you know, how many times when you don't want to do something, but you've taken the time to put a little action into doing it, how much better does it feel? Like, you know, think of any workout that maybe you didn't want to do, but you kind of just got, went through the process of getting changed and getting ready. And, you know, then you went and done it and you feel so much better after. So, you know, in, in terms of motivation, you can't wait for it to, to pop up at the right time. You have to make an effort to kind of make things happen for yourself. Um, and that's something I've always kind of told that, like my team is, you know, don't wait on motivation because it's so unreliable. You know, try to pick little things that you can do and just see what they can lead to. Um, I don't know, what, what, what kind of focus do you guys kind of have? Yeah, I very much agree with you, probably as well. Like, absolutely. Um, I think um, for me, one really important thing is you actually choose something which is um, of value to you. To you. Um, so, and as well, like, um, I think a good strategy for that is just simply, like, let, let's just go for it. Because I guess most people will be asking us, um, like, fitness related questions so most people come to us because they're looking to do achieve some sort of fitness goal whatever that may be either to lose weight or to kind of put on a bit of strength or what, whatever that may be and um, so have that which is really important to you and um, so for instance if it's if it's like weight loss you know if your goal is weight loss it could be something like you've had a, a health scare for something as recently it could be as big as that you've had a health square so that that goal means something to you and um, so if you've like generally people start to take action when it actually means something so if it's a health scare people are going to take action and try and lose the weight because it genuinely means something to them um, and they're going to follow it along if, it, if you value i'm not saying this is wrong but at all you can value social life more than trying to go to the gym and achieve a fitness goal but if you value something more that's always going to take precedence you know so if you value social life more that's always going to be in front of that so if you can link that you know that weight loss to something even if it's like being fit enough to go outside and kind of play with your kids or whatever that can help you stay motivated and it can be it can be stuff you know from your past and things as well you know like um you know, if you were like bullied because of your weight or something, like I know that's, you know, something you might not want to think about, but if you link back to that, that can kind of help you get through. Um, when it comes to motivation, it absolutely don't, don't rely on it because there's plenty of days I don't feel like I want to work out, but I set it almost as a non-negotiable now. So I always have to work out regardless of what I'm feeling. There's days I feel like, I really want to work out like this is going to be a good good workout and then there's other days I'm like 
I don't, I don't feel it today. And that not, that might not necessarily be my energy for that workout. Like I could be ready and energetic to do it, but I just don't feel like I want to work out. You know, so I, it's almost like it is a habit now, and it's just a non-negotiable. And um, important to stick with something you enjoy. Like that's again number one. So for me, I love. Well, I've got into kind of bodybuilding, that style of training, um, sort of strength-based training as well. Um, for someone else, it might be completely different. Um, so find the fitness goal you actually enjoy because then it's more likely that you're going to stick to it. And, and you might not necessarily find something straight away that you enjoy. I mean, it took me about three attempts to actually get into this. I think I remember starting when I was about maybe 17, 18, giving it up after about uh, like a summer or something like that going to uni first year of uni maybe tried it a few times um and i think a lot of the times it's always for the wrong reasons as well it doesn't it's not actually meaningful to you and um, you're doing it for additional reasons you might see it on like people on social media or something nowadays and you're like oh i need to be like that because that's the norm i need to fit into that um if it helps you more than anything, get rid of those people off your social media feed. Like literally after listening to this podcast, anything, it could be anything, even if that the person, right, that's your, like someone quite close to you who's picking up something like, I'm going, oh, this is a run I did today. If that makes you feel crap, get rid of them for a bit and say to them, listen, I'm sorry, I'll get back to you. I'll, I'll um, add you back to my following in a sec, but this is, at the moment, I need to do this. And if, I mean, if, they, if they're a good friend of you, they'll understand, but any, literally anything that's making you feel like shit on social media, just get rid of it. Like, if, if your feed's got nothing fitness-related on it, that's completely fine. Obviously, I'd always try and, like with social media, try and actually follow people who help you out and try and add some sort of value to your life. But if that person's not adding any value, get rid of them and just continue that way. So it has to, like, that goal has to mean something to you. Um, and as, sorry, I kind of digressed a bit there. But as I was saying, like, um, I was, you know, at uni, uh, first year uni, didn't enjoy it again. And then I think it was the third time when I started doing it again that it actually really meant something to me. Um, and it was like, this is something I want to achieve, you know? Um, yeah. So... No, that definitely. Pick something that's actually, yeah, genuine, meaning, has value to you. Yeah, definitely. I think that's the foundation of everything. I mean, it has to actually mean something to you. There's no point doing something for someone else or because that's what everybody else is doing. You've got to look after yourself. And, you know, when you you make time for yourself, it, it is just saying that you matter and everything that you do matters. It's so easy to be pandering to other people, whether it's people in your house or, like you said, on social media. I think that's a really, really good point. Um, yeah. Guys, what, what have you got to on motivation? No, absolutely. I totally agree, guys, with the points you're saying. And uh, I think even more so now, the motivation for everybody is completely and utterly dropped. Um, everybody's used to going in and knowing what they're doing when they're going in the gym and planning ahead with their meals and things like that as well. Now, all of a sudden, that's been taken away from us. And now, how many people do you see on social media that you would see in a gym and now they're becoming, they're doing 5 and 10K runs every day? Mm-hmm. You know, mm. it's it's just the way it is at the moment. But I think 
for the motivational aspect, and I said, I've had a couple of clients come to me about it. And um, what I've kind of said is, first of all, like Chris was saying, have a goal in place. Don't just sit and go, right, today I'm going to get up and do a 10K run. I've not ran in three years. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just not going to happen. You know, don't do that type of thing. I think what we need to do is, first of all, is create a schedule. Create a schedule of what you want to do and write it down. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah. Uh, because if you've got that, especially if you're working now in the home or in the garage, which I am at the moment, you know, uh, have a kind of structure so you know every day you're doing the kind of same thing. Uh, second of all, I would say as well, make the area that you're training in motivational. You know, uh, when I first started, when, when lockdown happened, uh, I got, I'm lucky enough, I've got a TRX and a punch bag in the garage. So, but it was full of everything from my, my son's bikes and ladders and all sorts of nonsense that had been there for years. And trying to get around it was a nightmare. And after like, 30 40 minutes i'm sitting there going i'm tripping over stuff so i spent a day getting rid of it all so then they actually wanted to go to that area to then work out which therefore thought yeah. brilliant i've got my hour set aside i know the area is clear i can get in and hammer it and then get it done you know um so for me that's i think that's a couple of points that people can need to take on board is have a plan and, and have a goal and set something aside don't just sit there and go right you know, I'm like like you're saying, Chris. I'm a bodybuilder. You know, um, how many people do you see that at the moment in time that we're doing a lot of hypertrophy and strength training and now going out and doing five ten k runs? Yeah, so you yeah. Can still, you can still get a good workout. We just need to train it this time. Think outside the box. Unfortunately, and exactly. Yeah, and that's what we need to do. You can get a great workout at home. You just need to think about things like time under tension and all that kind of stuff, which we can which we can go into. But I me, think I th- sorry, guys, for interrupting. I think as well. I think as well, and that's uh, that's a good point as well. Like, don't expect you know if you have if your goal is hypertrophy, um, so putting on muscle, putting on muscle, putting on size, uh, lean tissue, whatever you want to call it. Um, if that's your goal, expect that you're not. If you've got limited equipment, I'm not saying there's a lot of people who've got you know squat racks and plenty of weight. Expect that you're not going to put on a ton of size, and maybe the goal in itself is just keeping your mental health in place by doing some sort of routine each week. That should be because there's no point in running, uh, worrying about it because this is you know this is going to last at least another at least another month probably a lot longer you know so there's no point in worrying because then you're just going to stress yourself out get yourself into a cycle so you may as well make you you've only got what you've got so if it helps you mentally to actually just work hard um and you know with what you've got and not don't expect i have no expectations of putting on tons of muscle if that's your goal or you know um um putting on tons of strength during this time you know so definitely i think it's important as well that with all this it's it's maybe time to kind of reassess your goal a little bit you know you still have the same goal but maybe look and go right i I can't do what i was doing but if i want to get that goal like oh i have been my shoulders have been quite tight lately maybe i should look at you know mobility of the shoulder how to move that a little bit more efficiently and more effectively it doesn't mean that you know you have to completely give up your your gains or whatever you're trying to do it just means you need to look at it from a different angle and look at these things and go right like this is the cards i've been dealt no matter how much i get frustrated annoyed moan angry it's not going to change 
but what can I do? You know, can I focus on, you know, my hips a bit better or my, my, my movement better as opposed to just constantly thinking about the same thing? It's just looking at things from a different angle. I think it's hugely, hugely important. And, you know, motivation, kind of like what you were saying, guys, like if you're in an environment that is makes you feel down as soon as you walk in kind of like you were your garage guys like when you walk in and you're going to do a workout you probably just felt like oh what, like how can I do this and you just took control of your environment and made it suit you and you know kind of in a, a like a, a weight loss perspective one of one of my guys was like walking into their living room and feeling stressed because they had a table that had loads of rubbish over it and all they'd done was just moved the sofa around cleared the stuff off the table and all of a sudden, when they walked into that room now, they weren't feeling stressed and annoyed and frustrated. They were now felt like, oh, you know, a bit relaxed. And something as simple as moving stuff and getting rid of it, guys, kind of helped you with your motivation. And I think yeah, that's I mean, hugely yeah. important. Yeah, make, make it as like, like you want to work out. Pump some tunes, get a good environment for setting yourself up. And, um, you know, because you're going to have to make the most that you can, like, a lot of people have this gym routine where it's like once they're in the car that's it they're set off to go to to the gym and they're gonna do their gym workout regardless see if you can sort of i've heard it a few on some other podcasts actually just see if you can try and recreate that same sort of environment that you had before as best as you can so you know with your schedule you set in your schedule a non-negotiable of i'm working out this time every day and you get into that mindset before you go in, get the tunes playing, whatever it might be, clean the room and have that room tidy. And you know, in your head, like with your headspace, that that's, that's going to be good for you to work out in, you know? Yeah. So, no, I definitely yeah. think like really good points. Um, what were you about to say there, guys? No, no, another thing I was going to touch on as well is, uh, like saying, if you've got your schedule down, it's ideal. That's, you need that. Second of all, if the area is clean and tidy, you're not moving in, you're not wasting any time. And even if you sit there and go, do you know what? I, I can't be bothered today. The kids are running about away. But you just, if you just can't be bothered, if you if it's just not there, you can do something in 20 and 30 minutes. You're not messing around moving stuff like Chris was saying. It's inviting. You're welcome there. You get the music on. But another thing, and it's very good, if, you, if you're the type of person that really, really is struggling at the moment, like what we're doing now, get on Zoom. Get a friend on Zoom and say, right, do you know what? I'm going to choose an exercise let's bust out 20 reps, you choose an exercise and then time it and do it for three, four, five, six, eight minutes, whatever, then rest for two and do it again. Get somebody to challenge. If you're the type of person that needs that, and there's a lot of people that will come to our gyms and come to us as PTs and say, actually, do you know what? I know what I'm doing because a lot of people that come to the gym do know what they're doing. That yeah. They've got a good mindset, they've got a good mentality, know about all the kind of the exercises to do. But they they need us they need somebody to sit there and say right today we're doing this they need that structure yeah what to yeah. do is get on zoom and get on skype and say to somebody right for tomorrow we're going to do an exercise choose a choose five exercises and we'll do as many reps as we can record it as well you know find yeah. it and then that way say right last time we did it we did 20 press-ups 60 squats yeah you know 100 mountain climbers whatever blah 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 what was the time right today we're going to do 30 press-ups you know, more and more yeah. squats. And then that way you're getting a bit of that progressive overload as well. But certainly I think schedule, make the area uh, warm and inviting, get the music on. Don't worry about it. If you, if you don't get it done and, and, and you've done it a bit half assed don't worry about it. These things happen. It happens in the gym when we've got the equipment around us. Like Chris said, you get days like that where you're like, no, I'm feeling a bit demotivated. Maybe not, my nutrition's not been as good today. 
but get something done. And then if you really want to push it and you really, really can't get going, get on Zoom and get, get a challenge with one of your friends. And that, when, when there's somebody there saying, come on, you could do an extra three or four. It, yeah. It's amazing what that can do. And like even Chris will tell you when you're doing hypertrophy and strength training, those extra one and two reps make a colossal difference. And yeah, that's really just what people need just to, you know, especially this time, just to, just to, just to keep them going. That's, um, yeah, no, that's a good point. Like, um, cause I know a lot of my buddies, gym buddies at the gym, and um, as a simple accountability tool, if that makes you work hard, you know, like phone your buddy and say, right, as a non-negotiable, we're both going to get on Zoom and do this as a workout three times a week. And that helped me in the beginning. I remember when I, when I was starting out the gym, I needed to work out with someone to get me off my feet. And if that's, that's what's going to help you, then, you know, link up with a friend and do that. That would be that'd be a way to do it you know i actually never thought of that so yeah no i think that's yeah i think that's a brilliant point actually um you know have someone to be accountable to have like a buddy even if it's you know sending someone a challenge you know how how many you know squats can you do in a minute you know have little things like that i think that's actually really really good and you know um it definitely kind of ties everything in um another kind of point i would i kind of wanted to um or even we, we've discussed it, we think would be a good idea is like to talk about snacking. Um, because, you know, with a lot of people now have more time on their hands and they're in their house quite a lot, you know, snacking, it's like, I seen a thing the other day where it's like someone opened the fridge and it just had like, you know, go away, you know, you're not hungry kind of a thing. Uh, you know, not you again, kind of a sign in the fridge. And I thought it was actually really relevant to kind of what we're talking about now. Um, and in terms, I suppose there's there's two ways you can look at snacking. Either you want to cut out snacking or you want to know how to do it better. And I think, you know, one of the things whenever it comes to snacking is you need to kind of decide why you're snacking. You know, is it because you're bored, in which case you maybe need to fill your time with something better or have like the structure, kind of like what we were talking before, or, you know, if you're genuinely hungry and you find that snacks are what you need to kind of top you up, then, you know, you need to be looking at what you're eating in the day and when you're eating in the day to kind of help you stop the snacking as much. And like I said, one of the things my team, the way I kind of explain it to my team in terms of like food and stuff is it's like, if you kind of keep yourself at a nice little level of fullness throughout the day, like, you know, to around like, 60 to 80 percent fullness each like throughout a day you're less likely to kind of need to snack so something to look into is like your breakfast like the first meal that you have in a day um can you make that more um f fulfilling for yourself and see what you can do going forward from that point and you know when you do have like a fuller breakfast it kind of cuts out that need to snack between breakfast and lunch or like your next meal and you know the the next thing then is your lunch meal this is a thing that i've i've kind of helped a lot some of my team with is if you're in the kind of structure where like you wake up and then you have to do work or you have to do activity or the thing that takes the most energy in your day right you should actually be having a a, a more fulfilling meal for your your lunch 
instead of leaving that until your evening meal, you know, and I, the thing that a lot of people do is they have like a light lunch or a salad for their lunch, but that's actually usually the time that they're spending the most energy. So they should be fueling their body and having a more, you know, more nutrient dense meal then than the evening meal where you're just going to sit. And, you know, usually after your evening meal, you're sitting at home and you're chilling out with the kids or, you know, you're doing something like that. And I kind of like to use the, the, the analogy like with a car, right? If your car has 10 miles worth of fuel in it, right? You wouldn't then go and start a journey that takes a hundred miles. You know, it's just not something you would do. You would top the car up that it has enough fuel to drive you a hundred miles. So if you think of your body the same, you know, instead of just, you know, eating a little bit, going through your whole day, expending all this energy, and then trying to eat a full meal at the end to try to replenish it, it doesn't make sense. So if you think about maybe swapping your evening meal and your lunch to around so that it's a bigger one in the middle of your day when you're spending the most energy and then have the, the lighter meal later in the day, it's kind of like you just top yourself up. You've got your first meal of your day, your breakfast, then your lunch is a little bit bigger and it kind of just tops you back up again. And then right before you're about to spend like no, hardly any energy at nighttime, just have something else again to kind of top you up a little bit and then kind of just repeat that. And I've had loads of success with my guys by doing that, by just switching meals around. Now, that was without really even focusing on what their meals actually are yet. You know, you can go through different phases of things and you don't always have to do everything perfectly. Just do small changes like that, see what it does. Then if you want to go into more intricate things, then you can look at exactly what you're eating at certain times. But I think the key is to have like little steps when it comes to snacking and think of those things. Like that's not a lot of effort to just swap the meals around really. Um, and it can make such a huge difference to what you're trying to do. Um, but that's kind of what I find with my guys helped in terms of snacking. I mean, obviously, I haven't ever tried to train for anything majorly big. But I mean, I know, Chris, you, you know, with your, your competing and stuff, you've had to probably deal with that, like, real time in a completely different scenario to me, one at weight loss. You've had to do it um, to go and compete. How did you manage with that? Yeah, well, I mean, it, it is com it's completely different in the fact that, um, unfortunately, if, you, if you're doing a competition, uh, a physique or bodybuilding competition, um, you're going to just have to expect that. That's part of the process, unfortunately. You're going to be hungry towards the end. So um, you, you're just going to have to resist. And the way to resist is... Um, Obviously, like your goal is ultimately bigger than eating a bag of crisps or whatever the snack may be for me in that instance. Okay, um, so um, but if it's coming talking about um, uh, you know um, general if if it's general fitness or if your goals um, sort of more of a um, uh, um, fat loss orientated um, again uh, think of your reasons why you're snacking. I think you pretty much covered that Ashley basically um, think um, is it because you're hungry um, now if you're doing if you're doing for weight loss general weight loss you're not gonna you know you might not be like when you're getting seriously lean if you're doing a competition you're getting ridiculously lean 
you will feel hungry at that point. But if you're doing general fat loss, you shouldn't, you don't want to be feeling too hungry, to be honest with you. Um, it's a gradual process. So ask yourself, have you restricted your calories too much that your body actually needs a bit more fuel than it is? Um, and um, so think about that. Is that the reason you're going to have snacks? Is it because you've set an unrealistic calorie target to begin with? Um, take it down slowly. Obviously, it's important to have your, your nutrition kind of spread throughout the day. Um, but you know, it's it's again different for everyone. If someone, if you don't feel hungry in the morning, why would you eat in the morning? That's what I'm saying. So um, set that window for later on. Um, you know, like you have to choose something which works. Don't just look again at social media and say, "Oh, I'm going to do intermittent fasting because that's proven for fat loss and that works." You need to actually select something which um, works for you. So, um, if you if you're a person who doesn't, I'm I'm the opposite. I'm always hungry in the morning. I wake up and I'm hungry. So I need to. Well, I'm hungry throughout the day. I'm always hungry unless I'm on like above four thousand calories. But make sure you you uh, find something which works for you. Find the periods where you are hungry and eat during them. Um, and um, you know, if, if you're snacking, um, and, and actually a big win for me, for my clients, is um, not feeling guilty about snacking. Um, and just like, if you're constantly in this mindset of, oh, I shouldn't eat that, I shouldn't eat that, like and you're constantly thinking about food throughout the day, then I don't think that can be too healthy. So and uh, I felt like that when I was competing towards the end. Yeah food was on my mind non-stop because i was that restricted you know i remember i remember the time i went into the staff room and you were like i don't, can't remember what you're eating but it was probably the most unappetizing thing i've ever seen and you were just sitting watching like you know the, those recipe videos that you can get yeah that's like that they were making like this food that he was just sitting eating like it was like something with, like like cardboard it was like horrific what you're eating and you were just sitting watching videos of the food and stuff but yeah. you know I think well, that's that's, that's yeah. the other side of the spectrum. That's, that's not that's my choice. That's yeah. my choice, and I can choose to do that. I'm not like 100%. that with food. I know it's for that short period of time. Yeah, absolutely. Reverse out, reverse out of it, and that's that's my choice. What I do. Mm -hmm. Make sure you always realize that with food, you have a choice. Okay, yeah. um, and try and try and get out of the mindset of there is uh, unhealthy and healthy foods with bad and good choices. Through this food, and if you if you like as a win, I said to like one of my like a few of my clients as a win. Just if if you've had something that you felt like you shouldn't have had, if you you know like if you get out of that not feeling guilty about eating that, that's like that's a win in yeah. my eyes. Um, 100%. So, but always look back to your goal as well, and think about what your goal is, um, and link that to something. Mm -hmm. and think that goals maybe sometimes bigger than what you're going to do like maybe yeah. snacking and sleep you know so no um, definitely think yeah. that's that's a really good point what what, what have you got on uh, snacking guys yeah, a, a couple of things i've said to my guys recently is um especially during the current situation but um is i've kind of said you know when they've come to me and said listen i'm really toiling with this i'm really i keep on eating the kid kids biscuits and i'm going through packets of cusps I've said to a few of them, right, see next time you go to shopping, don't don't pick them up. And they're like, huh? I'm like, no, just 
don't buy them. If it's to the point where if it's in the house I'm going to eat it, don't buy it. But obviously that at that time we, we don't want to be in a situation where we're saying to people, don't snack. You can't have a biscuit and you can't have a packet of crisps. I'm saying instead of having a 150 gram bag of Thai sweet chili sensations, maybe have a packet of quavers. There's a big difference yeah. in the calories there. You know, we, we, we're not trying to say to people that you can't snack anymore and you can't have these foods. But I think the thing that I'm finding most of all is people have went from literally not snack, not snacking to now doing it pretty much through every day. Yeah, that's what so, they're relying on. Yeah, so I've got back to them and saying, well, listen, if it's to the point where it, it's that bad, next time you go and actually have a look at your, your trolley in the supermarket. Do you need to buy 16 Kit Kats and whatever and blah, 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 and 30 and 40, gram, 40 packets of crisps for a family of three? Probably not. Don't do it. Don't buy it. If it's not there, you won't eat it. Um, obviously, that's a quite, it's not an extreme approach, but we don't want to cut everything out completely. There is options you can have. I, Another thing I talk to people about sorry. as well um, is, is regards to the importance of protein and things like that in your diet. Because obviously protein uh, helps with society. I hope I'm saying that right. But it helps you feel fuller for longer. So therefore, if you're having your meals that are higher in protein, then it's going to feel, help you feel satisfied for longer. So if you're having, saying like, cereal for breakfast and then, uh, you know, and a carb-based dinner, you know, you're not going to feel as full than, say, for example, if you had, like, say, like your scrambled eggs on toast and then, like, say, like a, a, a lean bit of protein with some veg at, at lunchtime. Having protein in your diet will help you feel fuller for longer. So that's why it's important to keep that in. And another thing as well is I've really found this time useful, although it's kind of crap for everybody, is... A lot of clients are really good at the gym following their structured training, but their, their nutrition isn't good. It might be good for three days and then bad for one, then good for four days and then bad for two, etc., etc. I've said to them, right, do you know what, this time, use this time to do meal prep. Meal yeah. prep your meals as if you were doing it, uh, if you're working Monday, Friday, nine to five. And because they're doing that, it's once again, give them a bit of structure to say, right, my breakfast is prepared for tomorrow. I know what I'm having. My lunch is prepared. There's more protein in it. So therefore, the snacking has become slightly less. And yeah. you know, if it's Friday night and they want a glass of wine, a packet, of whatever, then fine, have it. But yeah. it certainly helps with it. So I think that's a big, a big three for me. You know, if it's really bad, cut it out. Don't buy it. Then mm. you won't eat it. Two, increase your lean protein in your meals. And three, try meal prep. So you know, when it comes to the, uh, uh, when it comes to dinner time, like you know what, I'm hungry, I'm bored. Oh, that's quick and easy. I'm just going to have that because I can't be bothered cooking. There's something there already. You're like, actually, it's there. Boom, it's done, and then that's it. And that way, it kind of keeps you better on track. That's kind of my chain of thought when it comes to snacking things like that, especially in the current situation we're into. No, definitely. I think it. It. it the thing I have, like, just kind of take it off what you said, is a, a lot of my team now are focusing on the things that they've never really had time to focus on. You know, they come home from work, they're tired, they can't be bothered to try and, you know, make good habits at home. And, you know, it's just quicker to grab, you know, to just throw past in a bowl and they're not putting any effort into like adding the protein and things like that. I think my guys are now finding, now that they're stuck at home, like it's the perfect time for them to try to crack these habits that they're not that they've never, you know, that are unfavorable to their goals. They now have the time to focus on these other things because there's no excuse, you know, they're yeah. not traveling to work and stuff. They're having more time to focus on the things that they maybe didn't think were important, but 
now they realize are important you know we all know like exercise is like this teeny tiny little part of any goal you know it's like a it's like a puzzle it's like a thousand piece puzzle and exercise maybe takes up about 20 little pieces but you've got all these other pieces to the puzzle things like your you know your stress and your sleep and your your mood and you know your emotional situation there's so much other things to it and i think it's really important that you said that guys you know um definitely um it's it's a huge part of um like snacking and stuff is you can yeah so sorry ashley no i was saying yeah you can literally be as nitpicky about your training as you are about your nutrition now there's no excuse or you can literally schedule in if it makes it easier schedule in your eating into your into your daily planner or your routine mm-hmm. so you're like 11 o'clock boom i've got that meal that i prepped from the night before or, or whenever you eat your breakfast whatever time i've got that meal i ate from uh, prepared from the night before i'm going to eat that then so have that in your stretch and um, your um in your timetable as a non-negotiable almost and that you're right you're completely right you've got plenty of time now so there really is no excuses on that front um if that yeah, if that's it, something that makes you work towards that goal then do it you know exactly and it creates good habits now for when everything goes back to normal as yeah. well yeah yeah it's which maybe people weren't we're doing i think you're saying you were saying there chris you can't really you can't train a bad diet and especially when it comes to weight loss which is what actually deals when mm-hmm. a lot of clients we deal with it's it's 90 at least 90 percent nutrition you know and 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 it's it's all about getting into these good habits now and once you get into the habit then you know you find in the long run that people do tend to eat a little less of the bad foods and stop the kind of snacking and and therefore you know and increase the protein intake and then they satisfy for longer and it just all kind of helps you know and definitely yeah. i think my, a lot of my guys are actually more excited now to, for when gyms and stuff open because they're going but you know if i'm seeing results like one of mine was like um I, i'm seeing results now and i i only done one one thing of exercise you know this week and i'm going yes because now you're paying attention to all those other factors and you're now seeing how much those other factors really impacted on like this is someone that was three times a week in the gym before all this happened and now done one 10 minute workout that week and she lost like she lost like two and a half kilos that week all right and it's like you she she done one thing of exercise but because she paid more attention to her habits and things that she was doing and you know on the other side and her nutrition and her habits and her state of mind and her stress and her sleep she started to crack all those things and started to lose weight from that so now when she goes back to the gym she's like excited because she's just she's cracked this part that's always been a huge struggle for her she's now cracked that now if she could tie that in with the nutrition with the exercise sorry she's now really excited and i think it's a good thing for loads of people to know is that you know exercise isn't the only thing that helps you reach your goal it is a part of it but there's all these other bits that you have the perfect opportunity to focus on now yeah absolutely absolutely um right i think that is us everybody um hopefully you guys enjoyed everything that we're talking about if you have any questions at all feel free to reach out to us obviously we're looking for more topics every single week and we'll try to get through as much as everything as you as we can and but yeah thanks for joining us and Remember to let us know about anything you want us to chat about and we'll see you all next time.
Bye, guys. Cheers, guys. See you later, guys. Thank you very much. Bye.